Our deepest desire is to know that we are worthy, worthy of loving and being loved. This podcast explores how to love, how to love fiercely, and how to be guided by the heart and trust in the most powerful energy in the universe, love. Our task is not to seek for love, but merely to seek and find all the barriers within ourselves that we have built against it. Welcome to What Would Love Do? Thanks for listening. Hello, beautiful soul. I hope wherever you are that you're having a magnificent day. And if it's one of those days that is pretty crazy and not great, hey, I hope you find it. I hope you find the strength within yourself to know that this too shall pass and that it's an opportunity to discover what it's going to take to expand your heart. So thanks for joining me. I always appreciate you making the time out to join me on this journey of discovering what it takes to actively choose to live from a place of love over choosing to live from a place of fear. So this episode was inspired by a conversation with one of my closest and most beautiful friends, soulmates that are soulmates through many, many lifetimes. Um, and you know, it really got me thinking. So this is episode 21. And in this episode, I wanted to explore why love, like why should we as a human being be so invested and interested in um, understanding the mechanics of love, you know? So um, in the conversation that I was having with her, I just said, you know, I think with all the work that we do, you know, for those of us that are really into transformation, um, self-help, self-empowerment, learning, growing, all of that stuff that we're doing, at the end of the day, what really matters is, you know, and that stuff's to leading to leading us to be able to live the best life, right? Be live the most expansive life and live a life that's gr- like that's graceful, that's flowing, that's just overflowing with joy and mostly feeling in alignment, right? And I believe that access is the power of love. Now, the thing is, um, you know, you could do all this work, all this amazing, amazing stuff, dedicate your life to it and see all the energy healers that there are, clear all your chakras, uh, go to Tony Robbins. And look, I love Tony Robbins, so I'm not knocking it. You know, study, um, read all the books that that, that there is. But the, the moment that it matters, when the rubber hits the road, is when you're sitting opposite your partner and or your loved one and there's conflict. You know, who are you going to choose to be? Like, who are you going to show up as? Um, you know, when you're, let's say, you're in a marriage and the marriage is breaking down. You know, who are you going to be? How are you going to show up as love? How can you see this situation with love uh, when you're a parent and things or like you've entered into parenthood um you know things aren't going your way or you're frustrated um you're feeling at a loss a sense of not being who you want to be and you know and here you are in the parenting room like who are you going to show up how do you choose love over fear so this is what this is why I think I 
or not this is why I think, but this is exactly the reason why I wanted to create a podcast like this. Like what would love do? Because I really wanted to explore the mechanics. Not that love is mechanical, but I believe everything in the universe has a pattern, has a frequency. There is a way to be able to tap into that energy And the more we tap into it, the more we understand it, the more it becomes us and we become it and it's ingrained. You know, there's nothing um, when there's one thing that's about learning something, but when you morph into it and it becomes you, then it's just become, it becomes your way of being. So I want you to imagine something. Um, Imagine what life would be like if you didn't surrender to fear and anxiety and you actively could choose every moment no matter what moment it is and you start surrendering more over to love and trust like what would that be like if everything in your life including the career path that you've chosen how you parent how you are in relationships what conversations you had like if it was an active phenomena where you constantly thought, what would love say? What would love do? How would love see this? Like how different would life be? Um, And the other thing is without understanding our why, without having a clear intention and a why, like a heartfelt connection to what we're doing and why we're doing it, it doesn't, it doesn't have meaning, you know, but when we have a deep understanding of the why we're doing it and then we assign meaning to the process, irrespective of how hard it is to show up, we show up because it means something to us. There's something at stake here. It is a personal investment um, to us. So, I mean, this episode is like why love, right? So I started thinking and I was sharing with a close friend of mine, you know, why I created this and it's because I know what it feels like to really choose to live a life from fear and it sucks right let's it it really sucks and I'm not saying that and I'm not disregarding the lesson I loved the lesson but it was tough it was really it it was horrible like um you know and and while while I was in it I didn't know that there was another way so I'm talking about you know the lesson of feeling not comfortable within yourself and the lesson of making choices where I'm constantly seeking something outside of me to fulfill that emptiness. You know, it's the next business venture. It's that next traveling adventure. It's always something outside of me to prove a point to myself. And so we're living from that space of trying to prove something, trying to seek my, um, I guess, my self-worth from external validation, from who I hung out with, from what I did, what I knew. It was just tiring. And the more I got sucked into that void, you know, you might have all of these things around you and external, the emptier I felt. Now, I'm not saying that material things aren't great and adventures aren't great, but what if it came from a space of abundance, a space of wholeness? See, Because I was coming from a space of fear and a space of lack and a space of unworthiness, those experiences were fleeting and they provided some kind of relief from that feeling of separation, that feeling of unworthiness and feeling of not being enough. 
but it was momentary, you know. I didn't have it within my physiology. I didn't have it within my cells. I didn't have an inner knowing that I am enough and I am worthy. Um, and I think the pivotal point on when that changed was going through the divorce where I was like, wow, like there's nothing, you know, the worthiness and wholeness starts from within and we have the access to it at any moment in time. And the blessing of hitting rock bottom is that there's only way you can go and that's up, right? The blessing of hitting rock bottom is that you can always start fresh. You can always start anew. However, I think it was when the opportunity of becoming a parent really hit home on how, on why understanding love and choosing to live from love over fear really hit home for me and why I wanted to master, I guess, I guess master and investigate what it takes to live from a life of love over fear is because in choosing to honour the expression of parenthood and in choosing to accept the invitation of being a mother, I believe the biggest gift and the greatest gift that I and, and how I can honour this expression of motherhood is to return to my wholeness, is to always acknowledge that wholeness lives within me because when I am whole, I am not going to live through my child. When I am whole, I am not going to expect my child um, to show up in the way that I want the child to show up. When I, If I am whole for myself, I'll be able to meet the spirit of our child where it's at. And, you know, having known what it feels like not to be seen, not to feel heard, not to feel understood and not to be able to receive love, I believe understanding our wholeness is the access to this. So when a child has come into this human existence as a gift to us, the best way we can honour it is to, I believe, be able to meet the child where it's at, see its spirit, um, be able to create a space of wholeness. But we can only do that if we understand that within ourselves. Um, you know, a lot of the times when I talk to new parents and parents about the experience of parenting, it seems very contractive. You know, it becomes this, wow, life is kind of over now. My dreams are kind of unhold or... I'm kind of going against life or flow. It, it becomes this space of, okay, once we have a child, we need to be able to have that house and do this and do that. And life becomes this plan A, plan B, plan C. It becomes very contractive. And then the conversations around parenthood are, are things like, oh, you know, I'm finding it hard to balance and find a work-life balance and I'm juggling everything. You know how it is. And I'm... And look, I'm not condemning that experience. I actually I have a lot of empathy and compassion for it. And I believe that experience comes from being aligned with fear. Now, it comes from actually being fearful of thinking that time's running out or that, you know, life is a one-day, someday phenomena and not being able to meet 
the wholeness of the present moment. It's coming from a place of making choices out of a reaction rather than, hey, does this create workability? Is this going to create a, a space of wholeness, of acknowledgement and love and expansiveness? If I do this thing, am I expanding or am I contracting? Am I coming from a place of lack or am I coming from a place of love? Now, if we're constantly coming from a place of love and bring awareness into everything that we're doing and we're coming from a place of love, there wouldn't be that experience of falling short. There just wouldn't be. It can't because we believe that we're in flow, right? And there wouldn't be an experience of why isn't like, you know, what, uh, I guess, rushing through it or an experience of um, trying to balance everything. It's only when we're doing things out of obligation and obligation is stemmed from fear um, that we will experience that like experience life from a space of juggling stress um, that life is going against us so in parenthood like you know when I became a mother it's not that I'm saying I didn't experience those moments but what I could bring awareness to when I did experience those moments when I'm out of alignment was I saw it as an opportunity to understand what fear was saying. I saw it as an opportunity to get intimate with that fear because once you can get intimate with the fear, you can understand it. You can understand the triggers. Um, you can you observe it. You are no longer hindered by the fear. You're no longer stopped by the fear. And then you can choose a different way to see it. You can choose to move through it differently. You can also allow space for it to arise and not be stopped by it, not be scared to lean into it and then go, hey, I'm going to make an active choice now to choose love. Um, so I think it's really important when we are embarking any on any kind of transformational journey is to really get clear on why we're doing what we're doing and then assign meaning to it. And that's a very personal thing, right? Because just because, you know, one person goes on a certain transformational journey of expanding and growing um, doesn't mean that their meaning or why they're doing it is going to work for us. So we have to be able to assign our own meaning and our own connection to it. And, you know, another a further thing on why love I believe love is so important is because we live our best life when we are loving we live our best life when we tap into that energy of cre like creation um that energy of expansiveness that energy of joy of gratitude now I want you to imagine something you know think back on a time where you felt so light and so in flow the more you tapped into that energy everything just seems to go your way, right? Like it was like, wow, like it, it was never ending. It was unbounded in its potential um, and it's exciting. And, you know, it's possible to be able to be in that state a lot of the time. And when you're not in that state, see fear, uh, you know, and if you're not in that state and fear comes, maybe see fear as a teacher, Fear is a teacher to teach you on how to expand even more and delve deeper into what it takes to be loving. Uh, so, you know, why love? I believe, yeah, like if we can really master this skill, this practice, this energy and tune into it and evolve and continuously grow from it, 
I believe we become the master of our fate and the captain of our soul. I truly believe that understanding love, um, embracing that energy is the key to being the master of your fate and the captain of your soul. And ultimately, we are most proud, we feel most connected and expansive when challenges arise. Let's say you're going through a divorce or, I don't know, you're going through a miscarriage. I mean, these are the personal things that, you know, went through for me. You, uh, I guess you have an ailment or um, something that can seem life-threatening and, I don't know, really challenging your experience of life, you know, it, I don't know, you, you have a choice, right? You either have a choice to change your attitude about it and embrace the learning or be a victim to it. Same circumstance and you can see it differently and how you see it and what your mindset is and what you and how you bring awareness to it will create a different outcome as a result of that circumstance and that it will create different opportunities it will create different it's like a different pathway it's almost like that film sliding doors you know we there may be you know all these defined pathways but we are still at the, you know, we still have the free will and the choice of which pathway it is that we want to venture down. And I believe if love is the compass, love is the guidance system in which we use to navigate the pathways through life, we can't, yeah, like I I believe it allows us to unfold in a way that is magical and beyond our expectations of what it lives, what it takes to live this, what it takes to craft an amazing and incredible life. So the thing is, yeah, okay, so maybe these words are really beautiful and you're like, yeah, that's really great. But I think where it really matters most is, you know, when we're sitting opposite our loved one and maybe we're not seeing eye to eye. Like how do we be able, like how do we become the observer of our reactions and have that self-control to choose to say loving words to choose loving actions when our humanity and our ego is desperately wanting to lash out you know when let's say we get bankrupt or you know a venture fails it just didn't turn out the way that we wanted it to turn out how do we not contract from that not be fearful from that and go hey you know what this is asking me to expand you know this is actually leading me towards my dreams and this is one step closer towards my dreams instead of seeing it as you know what this is an indication that I shouldn't follow my heart I shouldn't follow my dreams same circumstance different ways to see it different outcomes it creates a different flow on effect so I think this is the reason on why I am so passionate about understanding and wanting to understand the mechanics of love um, because when we're, I don't know, I have this thought that at the end of the day, a life well lived is a life well loved. And when we can, and when we are able to remove all the barriers <laughs> that we have between ourself and love, and love is our true self, when we can continuously act from that place and tune into that place, to be able to express our life 
you know, life is magical. And so when we leave this human body and existence and either our ashes are scattered across the sea somewhere or we're buried six feet under, the only thing that we're going to be asking ourselves was how did I love? Did I love with everything that I had? Did I love with my whole heart and not holding anything back? Or did I hold back? You know, and I think this is why where we'll judge our fulfillment and where we'll judge the quality of our life. Um, and also at the same time, did I allow myself to be loved? Did I allow myself to be worthy of receiving love? Because every human being wants to be seen, wants to be heard, wants to be understood, wants to know that the love that they're giving out is enough and that whatever however they love, it is not received with judgment but received equally with a whole heart. Um, yeah, so thank you for listening. I hope that it gave food for thought and thank you for being for creating the space so that you know we can have this kind of conversation and discussion and inquiry into you know why it's so important to, I guess, go on this path of discovering what it takes to actively choose to live a life from love over living a life from fear. So with that, I look forward to our next episode together. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Sending lots of love and we'll be in touch shortly. Bye.